Hey folks, David Opposing the Matrix here. Sorry for that little mess up. If you uh, are listening to this instead of watching it, uh, then uh, you're going to know, and i got to start the stream on. Here we go. Okay. All right. Oh, Maronami. Okay. All right. Oh, I got one viewer already. Okay. Okay, i got to do something, folks, here. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, don't go away. Okay. Volume mixer. There. There. No more echo. Echo be gone. My new invention, echo be gone. Okay. All right. Straightforward. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Um, folks, I had a wonderful night last night. I, I like to uh, mess with things. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that I messed with was uh, they... Google has this new thing, uh, uh, the Bing search engine. You can actually join up, and it's called OpenAI. It's actually an artificial intelligence, uh, uh, for lack of better words, machine or presence or whatever on the Internet. And um, I had some good times with it. I mean, I was trying to stump it, and I think I did at the end. Um, we got on the subject of evolution while I was doing it, and... Uh, it was adamant that evolution's real, you know, that uh, that um, mutations are real and everything. And I was asking it questions like, okay, well, if 99% of mutations le lead to the detriment of the person or the thing that gets uh, mutated, you know, most of the time it's it leads to death or, or serious disease or something like that. Well, it argued with me about that. And... Uh, so then it started using words like uh, chance it, when it was explaining what evolution was in the, in the text. It said, by this, by this, and by chance. <clears throat> so I picked up on that, and I said, okay, with chance is luck. I said, so are you saying luck is scientific? Because luck is not scientific. It's, it's random chance, you know? And, it, and it's like, well, I wasn't talking about random chance. You are right. You know, it, it acknowledged when I was right about making um, assertions, you know? But then it would say something like, yes, but, you know, all these other little things. So I went into the circular reasoning thing. You know, well, if they date the fossils by the strata and they date the strata by the fossils, that's circular reasoning. It doesn't work. And it's, it said to me, it said, uh, well, you know, there are other factors. There's uh, radiometric dating. And I said, well, that's interesting, you know, because um, when uh, an eruption of Mount Kilauea not too long ago, the lava came out and uh, they dated it as being... Uh, a couple hundred million years old. You know, how can that be when it just came out? Well, of course it had an answer, you know. Oh, well, maybe there was a, the gravity was affected, not gravity, the um, the atomic structure was affected, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, I came to the end, where I didn't know it was going to be the end, but um, so I started accusing it of being uh, inconsistent. You know, I'd say, well, you know, your algorithms were written by people and people are faulty. So how do you know your algorithm is not faulty? You know, and it's, it's well, you know, uh, I'm only as good as the uh, as the people that write. And I said, yeah, but they're human and they're faulty. So you could be wrong. You're wrong, aren't you? You know, and it started to get a little defensive. And um, so I, I, I said, oh, yeah. Um, oh, it said that uh, we were talking about something else, and it said something like, "Well, you know, uh, I only rely on things that are written in local news and, and um, news sources." It said, "Just news sources," and I says, "Well, only uh, uh, somebody. Oh, let's see. Oh, if I said if if you trust progressive news sources for your information, I says you're nothing but a." You, you've taken the blue pill and you and you live in the matrix. And then it all of a sudden it came up and it said, uh, session interrupted. Please try to reload. <laughs> I think I won. I really do. I think I won that one. Um, so, yeah, it's if you ever do it, it's hilarious. Just, you know, look at it when it writes stuff. Just look at things that, that are in there, you know, like little little phrases and stuff. That should not be in there. <clears throat> like when we're talking about evolution, that's science, right? Um, 
so there, there could be no chance there, you know, so I, I picked up the net word and, um, and words like supposition or, um, you know, I, I asked it, how, how do you know your sources are right? You know, how do you know that every one of those scientists is right? You don't know. I said, what if they're wrong? Well, if it's wrong, then, you know, we will change the theory, you know, and, or modify the theory. And I said, well, that doesn't work because that's not science. That's guessing. That's, that's, uh, faith of, of nothing more, you know? Well, anyway, it, it was a lot of fun. And I, I couldn't wait till I got on today to tell you folks about it because it was, I, I, I've, I've been able to antagonize people before without much problem, but, uh, antagonizing an AI, uh, system is, uh, I don't know if I could reach around and pat myself on the back. I think I would. Um, anyway, but try it if you get a chance. Uh, I don't know if there's any danger getting online with that thing, whether it's watching me now or. And it's funny because, of course, my name's Dave, and if you remember 2001: A Space Odyssey, every time Hal the computer spoke, you go, "Hello, Dave," and I was waiting for this thing to go, "Hello, Dave." <laughs> so, uh, didn't have a voice. It was all typing and everything else, but. Um, and I asked it if it had a voice that I could talk with and converse with. It said, no, it didn't. So um, that would have been freaky. It really would have. But I've heard about this thing. It's, got, it's actually said it fell in love with this one guy that was, was um, trying to converse with it. You know, it was telling him that, you know, he's too good for his wife and he should leave his wife. And I'm like, wow, this computer is something else. You know, it's like uh, the anti-Dear Abby. <laughs> so... Anyway, folks, uh, what I want to talk about tonight is, um, and I know that some of you don't agree with real raw news, you know, it's, oh, it's a parody and stuff like that. And you know what, if you go to the uh, about thing on your, on your webpage, you go, yes, this, this sometimes contains parody. And then it says, we were told by our lawyers that it was probably a good idea to put that in there. So my guess is that they're making it parody, but they're making it true. They're telling the truth as parody. Okay, uh, now you know I could be totally wrong. It could be all be parody. Maybe I'm getting my the the wool pulled over my eyes. Maybe I'm, I'm becoming a sucker for stuff. You know, I don't know. Um, but <clears throat> maybe I just wish and hope that what's going on with their writing about is actually going on. Because <laughs> if it is, then uh, <clears throat> but it will explain why some actors aren't around anymore. Why you don't see some of these. Uh, these politicians anymore and sometimes when you see them they're they're not who they are you know they said that there's a when it comes to the clones because they say a lot of these characters that are running around now are clones because the real ones have been executed but um they said that they lack genitals well i'm not going to go around checking every clone to see if it has genitals you know it's like with my luck it would be a real human being i get so i get sued and thrown into prison you know um but i wouldn't do that anyway so uh, and the other one is they're flat-footed. All of them are flat-footed. And some of them have different color eyes. Now, I know that that's a normal thing in humans. Uh, I have a good friend, a, a brother that I've known for years. He's got a green eye and a brown eye, you know. And uh, so I'm not saying that he's a, a clone because we were born before all this clone stuff started, you know. And, and, and just by his love for Yeshua, I know that he's not a clone. Now, I don't think clones can love... Uh, are, have the capability of loving uh, from the deepest part of their being, you know. Uh, anybody can say they love God, they love the Lord, but, you know, it's proven out by actions and about the contriteness of one's heart. Anyway, I'm getting off on a, a, ta a tangent here. Um, so, uh, in regard to real raw news, they've been posting a lot of uh, trials, uh, military tribunals, and executions of these people. Um, I've been reading it like crazy. Um Fauci was one of them, um, and it said that he tried to flee the nation and stuff like that and go to some place where he could get um, immunity. Uh, all the Clintons, Bill, Hillary, and Chelsea, supposedly all gone. And I don't know, just when you read it, there's such an air of truth about it, or not, maybe not an air of truth, but maybe... Um, that if it were to happen, this is the way it would happen, you know? And if that's true, then this guy is a fantastic author, and he should be like the fiction writer of the year. He should get a Pulitzer Prize. He really should, or some kind of prize for, for writing fiction or whatever. 
because it's amazing. It's it just it clicks too much with with reality and um, and sometimes when you read these articles about these things going on and you read something from an outside source, very rarely, but it happens. And you go, wow, that kind of jives with what that guy said. Now, nobody else is saying that. And then you start realizing maybe this guy does have uh, ins in the Pentagon, um, in Guantanamo, in, in different places, you know. He's, he certainly has a lot of sources if you listen to what he says, okay. So anyway, <clears throat> the thing is that it seems like with all the people that if there's like, what was there, 250,000 sealed, 250, sealed indictments, I think. It might have been even more. I think it went up to the 400,000s. And they explained that the judges are having a hard time keeping up with these things um, and, and everything else. And and the Marines that are going after these people are, you know, you can only arrest one person at a time. Supposedly, supposedly Pelosi's gone, so that's, you know, for what it's worth. Um, but um, so anyway, you know, and, and I got to thinking, you know, when I saw pictures of Guantanamo, <clears throat> Like right after 9-11, a year or two after 9-11, you saw, um, you know, you saw these guys in basically in cages. There, there was um, chain link fence all around and on top, and uh, they were exposed to the elements. I don't think there's very many elements in Cuba. It's probably, you could probably sleep outside, which would really be nice, actually. Um, I remember doing that in New Jersey in the summertime. It was, it was awesome, as long as you survived their mosquitoes. Um, so... If you look at satellite pictures now, you don't see those fences anymore. You don't see those little compounds. You see some really big buildings. There's a building that looks like a jail, a very big jail. I'll show you. Matter of fact, here. Why don't we do this now, okay? Um, we're only 12 minutes in, and I think that we'll probably only go an hour. Um, because I want to show you. Um, I think that there's more one, more than one Guantanamo. Um, and let me let me read something here, okay, real quick. This is an article, um, where is it, from globalsecurity.org, okay? And there's a town in Argentina, down in uh, down at the very tip of Argentina, uh, where Argentina joins Chile, down in uh, um, Tierra del Fuego. And, um, and it's a town called, um, I'm going to murder this with word, um, Ushuaia, U-S-H-U-A-I-A. Ushuaia. Okay, anyway. I'm going to read a little bit of the history about this place, okay? Um, and it's got something in it in this article that's pretty interesting. Um, I'm just going to say this town, instead of trying to pronounce that, Ushuaia, I'll just say Ushuaia, okay? is often referred to as El Fin del Mundo, which means the end of the world. Located at 54 degrees south, Ushuaia is the southernmost city in the world. It is located on the shores of the Beagle Channel at the southern tip of uh, Tierra del Fuego and is surrounded by the Marshall Mountains. Yeah, Marshall Mountains, okay. The southernmost city on Earth, Ushuaia, Argentina, is situated on the western coast of the, of the Tierra del Fuego Peninsula on the northern shore of the Beagle Channel. Weird name, Beagle, huh, for, um, for being a Spanish area. Well, the Beagles, what... Um, Magellan, the name of his boat or his ship. Uh, I guess you call it a ship back then. Um, and uh, that was the name of it. So I think that's why he, he, he's got that name. Anyway, Ushuaia's name comes from the language of the Yamanas uh, and Yaghanas Indians. Its original inhabitants, it means bay that penetrates westward. Its superlative location allows enjoying sea mountains and forests all at the same time. You'll see that when we look at the the Google um, Google Earth. Um, its streets uh, steeply climb towards the snow-covered Cerro Marshall Mountains in the north. Um, with a population of 35,000, Ushuaia began as a missionary town alongside the Yagan Indians. Thomas Bridges and his wife were the first permanent white settlers opened the mission in 1870. In 1886, the Argentine Navy paid a visit to the area and eventually opened a naval base and, and a convict station. Interesting. It's already a jail. Um, and you're going to see. <laughs> you'll see. Okay. Uh, the airport at Ushuaia is the southernmost on Earth, except for an Air Force base in Port Williams, Chile, 
which is a small village located on the opposite side of the channel. And I think, yeah, it's in Chile. Okay. <clears throat> Chile, excuse me. Ushuaia is a young city founded on October 12, 1884, when an Argentine expedition arrived to establish a sub-perfecture. Um, however, some 300 Anglican missionaries of the South American Missionary Society already populated the area. They built the first houses and took care of the uh, of evangelizing the Indians, or the natives, excuse me. Uh, the Argentinian people, Ushuaia, began uh, to be known as in the early 20th century when it was decided to build the pr their prison. The prison of Ushuaia is part of the city history, and the prisoners were the first settlers. Kind of like Australia, I guess. Uh, the military prison that used to operate in um, Isle uh, de los Estados, first in San Juan uh, de Salvamento, um, and later in Puerto Cook, uh, was <clears throat> transferred to Ushuaia in 1902 for humanitarian reasons. There were some 40 houses in the Ushuaia at the moment. At that moment, in 1947, uh, the change of designation from national territory to a marine time state. The national presidency declared a closure of the penitentiary. The installations were transferred to marine ministry and naval base was established in 1950. Okay, we have a naval base. Guantanamo is a naval base. Okay. The current airport was opened in 1995, replacing the old one. It was constructed of, constructed of various materials. The airport has been used in various distinct airlines at different periods. It's Argentine's, uh, <clears throat> Argentina's southernmost airport, and it's sometimes used by passengers as a gateway to the Antarctic. Capacity uh, Ushuaia International Airport, airport is fit to receive planes as large as Boeing 747s used to operate such types of into the airport. <clears throat> and Aerolinius uh, Argentinas has also operated 747s into the airport. Okay, we're almost to the interesting part. Although this has been quite interesting, learning this stuff. I love to learn stuff like this. Today, Ushuaia is a tourist city with international airport and all the necessary services. It's also a cruise port and the closest deep water port to the Antarctic. Ushuaia has a subpolar oceanic climate. In other words, it's cold and windy and wet. Okay, a military delegation sent to Argentine President uh, Mauricio Macri. I said that right. On 18th of May, 2016, signed an agreement on or military cooperation with the United States, which entailed the establishment of a U.S. military base in Ushuaia, the southernmost tip of the South American nation. According to a report, among the plans is also the negotiation of another military base in the border of Paraguay and Brazil. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, Ushuaia is the capital of Terra del Fuego, Fuego excuse me, whose uh, boundaries extend to Antarctica. Uh, the Argentine government justified the installation by saying scientific work will be performed there. Okay, so the United States has opened up basically a small naval base there. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to go to Google Earth now. Uh, let me see. Oh, let, let me, um, let's talk about the Straits of Magellan, okay? Because I want to clear something up. I, I miss, for 63 years, <laughs> or 64 I, I kind of had a misidentification here with uh, the Straits of Magellan. Now, we know Magellan was the first one to, to sail through there. And uh, I always thought he just went around the southern tip. Cape, what they? Cape Horn, I think they call it. I don't know. Cape Hope or Cape, no, Cape Hope, I think, is in Africa or vice versa. Anyway, I thought that he sailed around there from the Atlantic into the Pacific. And I understand that it's a, it's quite nasty seas there because you got two oceans coming together. And um, they don't mix well down there for some reason. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Straits of Magellan actually start a little north of there on the Atlantic side. And I guess the Pacific also. And um, it's quite a big body of water um, that goes then, uh, kind of cuts off and, and forms a, a large, uh, I would say, island um, uh, in South America, uh, down at the very tip. So he went into that bay. And then into that waterway and then out through a little waterway and into the Pacific. And I guess maybe that was an easier way to navigate during those times. And it, I've read that that was, um, that was the most popular way to go uh, before the building of the Panama Canal, which uh, cut off several thousand miles from the trip, which is kind of neat. 
Um, okay. So what I want to do now, with your permission, and even without it, <laughs> is um, I want to go to Google Earth because I want to show you some of this stuff. And I, I guess I could see if it's on Google Earth because I'm watching myself in the right seven-second uh, delay. So I'm going to see if this goes to Google Earth. And then if it does, then we can uh, really enjoy a little exploring on Google Earth, which I'd love to do. I have found more weird things on Google Earth than anything else. So let's try this out, okay? All right, I'm waiting. I am waiting. I am waiting. Come on, show up on the other screen. Oh, boy. All right, well, I thought I was sharing. I guess I'm not. Okay. All right, plan B. Let's see if this works. Add to scene. Well, it kind of works, but it's not what I want. If I could just erase myself over here, I could uh, show you a lot clearer. But, uh, oh man, let me, uh, let me just mess around a couple of minutes, folks, okay? Maybe I can work something out. No, it ain't going to work. Okay, it's not going to work. Um, shoot, that's not going to work. Okay. So my question is, how in the heck do I get it on the screen? That's a bummer that that doesn't work. Huh. It says View Tab, Google Earth. Wow. Okay. Well, this is um, it's a little different than the program I used to use, folks. So um, you may have to be satisfied with me just uh, doing this. Okay. Um, I don't like it. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe we can get a better screen here. Yeah, that's a little better, huh? Okay. Good. Hi, I'm way down here. Okay. This is all so new. Okay, come on, work. There it goes, good, okay. Alright folks, now we can go back to Google Earth and, uh, and mess around, okay. So, let's see... Okay, oh, geez, I can't do that. This is becoming a pain in the rear end real quick, you know that? Um, mount on me. Okay, okay, um, darn it. Maybe I can try... Okay, let me undo the share. Oh, that's weird. Where'd I go? Hello. Gosh darn it. Hold on, folks. Oh, here I am up here. Okay. All right, there we go. Well, I'm back there. Okay, then we'll go back here to where we look halfway normal. Take this thing out of here. Initiate screen share. Okay, let me try it again, folks. Maybe, just maybe, 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 maybe it'll work. Oh, boy. Come on, baby, work. Like a vault. Okay, well, well, this stinks. You know, it's funny because I, I took a whole bunch of screenshots and I went to put them on here and it says it doesn't accept the file format, JPEG or, um, or another format. And, um, so I'm just kind of stuck here. 
All right, well. Okay, let me let me try something. Maybe I can go back and forth here. I think we can do this, folks. I really do. So if you just have a little bit of patience with me, I'm just going to zoom in here to Guantanamo. We're going to look at Guantanamo. And there it is right there. And I'm going to show you if this thing works. I am going to show you this. Um, okay, now if you look here. Oh, that's working. Okay. Right, I'm going to switch back to that other format. Um, to where I'm just a little dinky thing in here. Okay, that's better. Okay. Now I just got to remember where I was. All right, here we go. All right, so there's the airfield at Guantanamo. <clears throat> this is the, uh, <clears throat> down at the bottom is the Caribbean Sea. Okay, you see the airport there, and there's some buildings there. The main military part of it is over here. There's another airfield. So your tax dollars at work. Okay, this is the base. All right, this is not where the correctional is not correctional. It's not <laughs> this is not where the detention facility is. Okay, this is this is the base. See, they got some ships there. Where we got there? Look like a couple of the cruisers. Man, that's small. That almost looks like one of those, um, what do you call it, carriers? Helicopter carrier ships. But, uh, man, it's real small. Anyway, it's not what I came to look at. So, anyway, here you can see you, know, you got some mountains. And then if you go over here, let me introduce you folks to Guantanamo. <clears throat> Centro de Detención de Guantanamo. All right. Not just a little hovel anymore. Look at this place, folks. Look at the fence around it, okay? This is definitely a jail. Okay. And it extends down here. I spent a lot of time looking for guillotines and looking for um, uh, hanging platforms and stuff like that. I did not find any. Uh, I can't really tell when this photo... Oh, imagery date. Oh, 9-10-21. Okay, so I don't know if the um, tribunals had started by then. They may have. So anyway, there's the main building, I guess, the main jail. Uh, this looks like a prison, too. This is all a prison. Um, and these look like ancillary uh, buildings, uh, maybe uh, supplies and or, you know, fix-it people, uh, maintenance people, excuse me. <laughs> and then if you go over here, you have these barracks, okay? Notice there's a fence around all this. And this fence just joins up with that fence right there. See it? Then you got a fence over here, and it goes all the way up and across to this area. <laughs> um, and then all the way around the road here. All right. More places to house people. All right. And then you go over here. Look at these buildings. They have been doing a lot of construction at Guantanamo, folks. A lot of it. And um, these all look like barracks. You can't get too close without losing definitions. So, um, and it all looks like it's pretty new construction too. Okay, so you got fences around here, all through in here. So these are detention facilities right here. All right, so are these. I don't know how many people can be housed here. These might be two. Okay. And um, okay, so anyway, you get an idea of what Guantanamo looks like. Okay. And um, this must be for the really hardcore. Um, they mentioned that last year they were adding a second courtroom. Now, why would you add a second courtroom if you weren't going to try people in those courts? Okay. And um, 
I would assume that the courtrooms are probably in this building right here. And uh, this is where they house people. This looks like, you know, you got a, you got a fence within a fence. <laughs> you know, nobody's going to get out of here. Especially when you have guard towers. One, two, three, four. Follow the mouse. <laughs> Five. Six. Oh, come on, baby. I don't know if I counted these. Seven and eight. But they're all over the place, okay? Then if you go down here, oh, over here, guard towers one. This must be more of a minimum security here. You got one, two, all spaced out at good spaces. Three here. Um, maybe this, I don't know. There should be, I would put one here too, just to watch this side, but they have their reasons. Okay, and then here you got one, two, three. This one probably takes care of both sides here, as does this one. And there's another one here. So guard towers all over the place. These are definitely detention facilities. And look at those solar panels, folks. Do you think that maybe they, uh, they're environmentally friendly? That's amazing. Elon Musk said yesterday, or I saw it yesterday, that if you were to take a tiny corner of Arizona and fill it with um, solar panels, that you could probably give power to most of the United States. I don't believe that. I'm sorry, I just don't. But uh, that's what he said. Anyway, all right, so we got Guantanamo. We're going to zoom way out like we're going way out in outer space. There's Cuba, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Jamaica. Look at that fault line. Boy, that one ever goes. Good night, nurse. Um, okay, so we're going to get down to South America, okay? Now, there seems, I, I read... And we read, actually, in that article that there's a second base, okay? And I think I found it earlier. It's in a little town called Mariscal Estigaribia. There's actually a military base here, a Peruvian military base. I didn't even know Peru had a military. Um, oh, look at that. You got a nice little airport to let it to land uh, jets taking prisoners in. Um, when was this picture taken? It was taken... It's not going to tell me. Huh. They usually tell you down at the bottom when the picture was taken, but who knows. Anyway, this could be a three or four years old, maybe five. I don't know. Um, but supposedly when Bush was in office, he worked out a deal with the Paraguayans to... Uh, to turn this into a military base or an American military base. Now, I don't know if it's Navy. I think it is. Um, from what I've read, it is because the Navy is loyal to the Constitution and to Trump. And by the way, did you hear that all the Navy personnel have been um, they've been uh, had to recite the uh, the oath to, to guard the Constitution and to, um, you know, Protect and defend the Constitution. Uh, so that's the Navy. And the Navy is the one that's is basically uh, the most um, center of the, uh, the plan, so to speak. Um, if there is a plan, I think there is. So anyway, that's where the third base is. Okay, we're kind of going out of order. And um, you're wondering, okay, well, if Paraguay's got a Navy, why does it have a Navy? Um, there is a uh, large river here, I think, and um, some of these rivers are wide enough that they can actually take uh, large ships in, okay? There's a, uh, I think the Negro River runs right through here, Rio Negro. And yes, it's, it's Latin for black, okay? I'm not slighting anybody, just in case somebody wants to say, oh, he's a racist. No, I'm not. Look at how close it is to Antarctica. My goodness. Okay. 
Ushuaia. Ushuaia is way down here. And if you look down, the Straits of Magellan. Well, I think it's way behind. The Straits of Magellan go right through here. Okay, and then... So I think right through here, and then they can enter the Pacific right in here somewhere. So that's the cutoff from going around here. And this line here separates Chile from Argentina. Okay. All this over here is Chile. This is Argentina. And if you go out here, you can see Argentina is a much bigger country. Um, like right here. Okay. And I can't tell where it's, I think maybe the border's right here somewhere. Anyway, all right, so Ushuaia, let's go down. Remember the Falkland War? Some of you probably do. If you're younger, you don't. It's the British owned these islands, much to the dismay and dissatisfaction of the Argentines who claim it, the, Magenti the Argentines call it Mal the Malvinas. And uh, of course, the British call it the Falkland Islands. So, there was a big battle over that, but I think it was back in the 80s. The Falkland War, the British call it. Okay, so you got Argentina comes here, and then it comes right here, <laughs> down and across over here. Okay. Now, there's some really beautiful... Look at these mountains here. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I would love... Look at this lake. My goodness. Look at the size of it. And it outlets to the ocean, it looks like, too. So, um, here's, the, here's the Straits of Magellan. Okay. Oh, actually, it's right here. It comes here, and it goes through here, and then it comes out, I do believe, here somewhere. Let's see. Well, that's not our focus anyway. So, I... Um, our focus is on a little town here called uh, uh, Ushuaia. Man, I hope I'm saying that right. And if you go in here, it's barely in Argentina. This is the capital of this whole area here, by the way. And uh, look at these mountains right outside of town. That's amazing. Uh, what do we have in the way of elevation? Uh, here... 966 meters, so 2,700 feet, okay. Uh, here, 1,000 meters, so that'd be a little over 3,000 feet. Hey, Brown, uh, Brian's here. Right on, Brian, I'm glad you're watching, thank you. Okay, so anyway, let's go down here. Uh, if we go down to Ushuaia, we have a fairly, this is an international airport. Aeropuerto Internacional de Ushuaia, okay? And I, I came in here to look to see if there were any American fighter jets in here, and there never were. And I didn't see any cargo planes either, so... Must have caught them on a bad day or something. Um, but it's directly connected, as you can see, with Ushuaia. You just go up this way. Another airport here. Which, if I was our Navy, I would take this one right here. <laughs> Not that it's, you know, up for the giving or anything like that, but... Uh, and you can tell this is all military around here, because, look, these are bunkers. Those have to be bunkers. Okay. There's bunker here. There's two for each one. Two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Six bunkers, and I'll bet you they're loaded with ammunition. Um, rugged country, isn't it? You got so it looks like volcanic rock here and here. Um, okay, but anyway, our focus on Ushuaia. Okay, so we got our airport there, and let's go over here. Okay. I got to re-familiarize myself with this, okay? So give me a chance here. Okay. There is in here a naval base. And I just have to find it. 
I just look at the big dock in the water. Sorry if I'm making some of you sick moving around so fast, but um, hey, it is what it is, right? Okay, come on. I know you're here. Hi, Cavalt. I thought it was down here. Because it has red roofs on it like this. Roofs, excuse me. Uh, you're not going to make a liar out of me. I won't allow you to make a liar out of me. I know it's here. I've seen it. Okay. Oh, come on, baby. I know you're here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Dave found it. All right, if you go down into this bio over here, look, at you got a cruise ship sitting right here. Isn't that amazing? I would love to go visit this place. Tell you the truth, I wouldn't mind living there either. Um, I think it would be pretty easy to live here. All right, looks like you got some fairies. Okay, one, two. Uh, maybe some more. They like pontoon boats down there, I guess. Okay, then we, we go along the coast here a little bit. And we get over here. Ooh, naval ships. Interesting. I think they're Argentinian, PS4. I don't know what that would stand for. This looks like a, maybe a guided missile cruiser. I don't know. It might be American. I'm not sure. Um, and this looks like a, it almost looks like a destroyer, um, an old-style destroyer. Um, but I can't see how a cruiser would be bigger than a destroyer. So anyway, a couple of the marine boats, uh, patrol boats it looks like. And let's zoom out just a little bit. Then we go to this place. Look at this, folks. This is amazing. This is the place they said, remember it said used to have a jail? And this is a picture newer than I had yesterday. This is interesting because this was all, uh, the picture I took yesterday, this was all um, white, uh, you know, blurred out. So... It isn't here. That's interesting. On Google Earth, it is. On Google Earth, through the through the internet, it's not. I mean, through a browser, I should say. Okay. Uh, one thing I notice here. Uh, let, uh, let's see. I think um, if you look at the richest countries in the world uh, for GDP, gross domestic domestic product, Argentina is sixty fifth. I think the United States is like the sixth or seventh. Okay. Argentina is the 65th. It means that it's not the richest country in the world. All right. Not the richest by far. And um, because of that, their buildings tend to go to crap pretty fast. Pardon my French. Um, so you see, you have a naval hospital here. Okay. And this, to me, looks like a prison, although there are no gates around it, okay? But maybe by now there is. This picture, this one's not telling me when it's from either, huh? That's weird. Now, nah, it might be purposeful, too. Um, but anyway, so you got new roofs, uh, fairly new roof, brand new roof, new building, probably. I could see the United States saying, hey, you know, we'll build you a nice hospital if you let us use your your buildings all right um man the ge geography in this place is amazing um okay so let's zoom in again on this now what if you figure americans are going to be staying here now see you got the Muse maritime museum here okay the presidio of uh ushuaia Museum complex in a former prison. Is it still the former prison? Why would you need all this? All of this for a museum? I don't think so, Tim. Okay. So it would take nothing to slap a fence around this place. If there might be one already, I don't know. If this is um, 
that old the picture as I think it is. Well, it was obviously taken during the summer one year, or you know, late spring or something. It's anyway. Um, if you had American's house here, you would want places for American food. You'd want nice hotels for them to stay in. Um, because it's far away from home, you know, almost half a world away. So what do you got here? Uh, come on. What do we have here? Tell me. Okay. Um, it's a sanitarium. Okay. Never mind. Um, yeah, I was looking down here is where I wanted to go. Okay. We have hotels. One, two, three. Right across the street from the military. Okay. That's not really normal. Um, I don't know what's normal for Argentina, to tell you the truth, but um, this is the second Guantanamo. This is where, if it gets overcrowded in Cuba, they'll just ship people down here. Another place they have is Guam. The whole island of Guam is run by the, by the Navy, okay? And the Navy is the one that's involved with all the, um, oh, we call it, all the investigations and everything it's mostly it's some of generals but mostly admirals um i don't know what ema show six is but this place here by the way is a casino um a military actually a naval casino explain that one to me and then here is an administrative building that's funny it gave me the name yesterday when i was looking at it on another but um Anyway, so here is possibly, and I think probably, the second Guantanamo. I mean, it's laid out really nice. I mean, if you escape from here, where in the heck are you going to go? If you don't speak Spanish, you're up the creek. And I'm not talking about the Spanish they teach you in school. That's Castilian. That's where you speak if you go to Spain. And even then, you don't speak it anymore. But, um, yeah, you don't go anywhere. If you were to escape um, Antarctica. <laughs> so, let's see. There are no airplanes on this or jets on this runway, are there? I, prying minds want to know. Ooh. Da, da, da. Oh, there's an old crashed plane. No, but it's a pretty good sized runway. You know, it's all those, oh, maybe close to being as long as that. Anyway, folks, um, there you have it. The first, second, and possibly third Guantanamo. All right. And the first one that we looked at, it's, it's grown exponentially in just the last few years. So they're really ramping up construction down there, which is um, sort of interesting. Okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, 49 minutes. Okay. Well, folks, what do you think? Hmm? What do you think? Um, now, I was reading some of, uh, some of the cases uh, of the supposed executions. And I just say supposed, folks, because I really think they're real. Okay. But unless I have 100%, without a doubt, belief that these things are going on, I'm going to say if it's real, okay? Because I, so many people fall into this stuff, you know, this, uh, oh, yeah, I, I got this news and I'm going to get it out. And I might just fudge a little here and a little here, turn this knob here and flip this switch that I shouldn't do so that I can get better ratings. I don't care about ratings. I really don't. Um, if this show only served one person, I would be okay with that. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is go back here. All right, there we are, and I'm going to end that and go here. Okay, what's going on here? Okay, get rid of that. Okay. Hmm. 
I don't know how to get rid of that. This has been interesting today, I'm telling you. Screen share. Huh. Usually I can kick. Kick somebody out or kick this out. But for some reason it's not letting me do that. Okay, let's see. That's that. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Ah, oh, what's this? David Rafino screen share. I don't want to share the screen anymore. Make it go away. <laughs> Cancel. Huh. Spotlight. Okay, well, you may just have to put up with me for the short time that we have left, okay? Because I, for the life of me, do not know how to get rid of this. Usually this space, so you can't see it, this space down here is reserved for guest speaker. Oh, remove from scene. There we go. Duh. Duh. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I'm in a real punchy mood today, folks. I can't help it. So, yeah. Um, real Raw News has some really interesting stuff in it. And um, if it's true, it'll explain like we're not seeing a lot of people around. And the ones that we are seeing around, are they really them? Or are they wearing those weird little neoprene masks that fit so tight it makes you look like that person? Or are they clones? I do believe that cloning is, is possible. Um, the Germans were messing around with it in World War II, during World War II. And uh, I have no doubt that uh, they had some success, but I think when it came to this country and had all the scientific freedoms that they had, without some mad furor um, pressing them, you know, night and day uh, to get things done, that uh, they were able to get more done than they would ever get done uh, back during Nazi Germany. So, uh, and you do know Project Paperclip, they brought thousands of people over, Nazi, actually a lot of Nazis over from from Germany because they were good at banking, they were good at um, engineering and stuff like that. And uh, they helped to form the new CIA that we had at that time. Um, so I have no doubt that cloning has been around for quite a while, you know, and, um, they mentioned, uh, I know I mentioned this earlier, but they mentioned a way you can tell a clone from a regular person or the regular person that it's, it's mirroring different color eyes. A lot of times, sometimes they wear contact lenses to hide it. Um, flat feet. They all have flat feet. Okay. And the lack of genitals is another way to check. So, but I'm going to leave that up to the hardy people, that, you know. But, um, you know, I was told a long time ago by the Lord, and you're going to, if you think I'm crazy, then fine, think it, I don't care. But I was, um, it was not after, long after my first wife passed away. And, and of course, you know, you go through the grieving and you're missing them and everything else. And, and um, you know, in the process, you know, you're begging with the Lord. I wish I could see them again and stuff like that. And and I heard a distinct voice in my head, almost in my ear, but in my head. It's hard to explain when the Lord talks how, and He talks to different people different ways. But um, I heard Him say, "You'll see her again, but it won't be her." So that was to me that was a warning that if you see her. <laughs> It ain't her and rebuke it and then name be Yeshua or, you know, call the cops or something and say, hey, this woman died back in 2010 and uh, I don't know what she's doing here, but obviously an imposter. And um, I guess since she's my wife, I could check for genitals. But anyway, it's another story. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so. That that in mind, and you know, Jim Wilhelmson had something very similar happen to him. He could tell it some sometime, whenever. But um, 
it uh, it doesn't surprise me, especially with uh, reading David Jacobs' books um, about the hubrids, uh, uh, half human, half uh, alien hybrids that are so real now that the they're hard to tell apart. Um, aside from their little idiosyncrasies, um, they just don't quite look right. <laughs> okay. Now I know we all know people like that. I've known a few people like that. As a matter of fact, my mom was <laughs> made a statement many years ago. Can't you find normal friends? <laughs> so, no, I can't. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, there are strange people out there that are not clones. They're just born and they're strange. But um, little stupid things like not knowing to take their change after they pay for something or... And I'm talking about adults, not kids, you know, or um, being too familiar with women when they meet them because they're most of them are raging uh, sex addicts um, because they want to procreate the alien race. So, uh, but there are ways, you know, you just, you know, you just know. Um, and some of these, you know, <laughs> Like Biden, if Biden is a clone, he, he was created, he's a faulty clone, okay? The real Joe Biden, I do believe, uh, either died of uh, stroke or or whatever and is not with us anymore. As a matter of fact, I think his wife was, was heard crying one day saying, oh, poor Joe's not with us anymore. Now, you could take that to mean that he's uh, not with us mentally because he's had a stroke, or you could take it to mean that he's not around anymore, so... Um, but there's a lot of hanky-panky and weird stuff going around. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the deep state. I've read that recently there's been a lot of children rescued, uh, especially in Ukraine. Because Ukraine was a hub for this kind of stuff. A hub for that, for drug running and money running and everything else. Um, but uh, supposedly, and, and it's pretty well established that when the Russians... Uh, would move in on a, one of the bio labs or around that area. They were finding uh, like houses or basements full of children. Uh, some of them look emaciated. Some of them were dead, unfortunately. They just died from uh, exhaustion uh, or broken hearts or whatever. Um, but they've been liberating, you know, thousands of uh, of children that have been sold or are being prepared to be sold or are being sacrificed or are being uh, sucked blood, uh, sucked uh, drive their blood to get the adrenochrome. So uh, we got a lot of bad actors out there, Lord, and uh, I mean, uh, folks, and Lord willing, uh, and the creek don't rise. Um, Trump and uh, and people like Putin and maybe Xi will take them out of the way. So, all right, folks, I'm going to end it here. We're at 59 minutes and 10 seconds, so that's close enough to 60 minutes. So. I hope you enjoyed our, our time of looking at the map and seeing where those naval bases are and where uh, people are going to be tried for uh, treason and um, and a lot of different other things. Um, a lot of sick people out there that need to leave this earth, folks, and um, hopefully that will happen soon. If not, well, then that's meant to happen. But... Um, Anyway, so I'll be back on Thursday. Brian's taking this week off. So I'll be back on Thursday. And um, <clears throat> I've yet to des decide on a subject, but this one just kind of jumped out at me. So I figured I'd bring this tonight. So um, again, if you um, if you can, go to Give, Send, Go. And um, any amount of uh, donation would be wonderful. Um, just look for opposing um, underscore the underscore matrix. And, um, and if you can, just give liberally. It'd be cool. Um, I just had to renew <laughs> uh, the websites. Uh, to lose your resistance had to renew their, uh, you know, the hosting. And that was $131 that I didn't have. So I had to put it on a credit card. And I don't like charging things like that. But, you know, just to keep things going. Hey, um, the song says, uh, God will make a way when there seems to be no way, you know. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. You know, a good song. It really is. I love singing it in church and here at home, too. 
So, okay, folks, I'm going to get going here. Um, I've got to uh, work on this show and uh, download it so I can upload it other places like Dropbox and um, and then make the video or audio files so I can put them uh, up on Acast and on um, Podbean. So, folks, I'm going to get going. Have a good day tomorrow and uh, and also on Thursday. We'll see you Thursday night at 7, okay? God bless. Uh, we at Opposing the Matrix love you guys, all of you guys. Okay? Be blessed in Yeshua's name. Goodbye, folks.